This is CliffCentral.com. Good morning, Anthea. Good morning, Sia. How oh, are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thank you. We've heard, we've heard all about your <laughs> birthday weekend. <laughs> I wasn't Uh-oh. going to bring it up. I was not at all going to bring it up. I, I said only fittingly the amazing things about your party. Oh, why, thank you. Yes. Christian. Grey Goose. <laughs> Did you know he came as yes, Christian Grey Goose? Yes, he's told us. And he's told us that you were Lara Croft Beer. That's right. Just brilliant ideas. Really, really There were some fun. clever ones. Mm. There was a Harry Shutters. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there were so many. I can't. Don Julio Chiate. Yes. Was, uh, I just loved everyone. The Flask of Zorro. Making the effort. <laughs> we, like, Seleho was there as well. It was just incredible. I was saying that it's so rare to find such a wide variety of people all together and they're all just committed to having a good time. And you brought those people together. So thank you for the invitation. It was a pleasure. My eclectic bunch of friends. Fantastic. <laughs> but let's get straight into the markets. I mean, we may have all of the fun, but there's still a lot of work to be done. There is work to be done. It is Monday after all. Friday was good though, because we um, closed the quarter, first quarter of this year, positive. Our market was very staid. We were all waiting for Moody's to put out their announcement on Friday evening. But but we still ended positive. The S&P had its best quarterly gain since 2009. So those U.S. markets looking very good. And I know at the end of last year, kind of halfway through towards the end, everyone was saying how they're worried about the U.S. and it's going into recession and so much about it. Well, last quarter proved that the markets are still going to rally no matter what. Last week, uh, Brexit came to a grinding halt again. It's just non-stop. Just flip a coin. Seriously, flip a coin now. It's not going to make a difference. I just want them to get out, actually. I've had enough of it. I'm like, just leave the EU. Can the EU please kick you out eventually and get on with it? Like, the world's not going to come to an end, really. That's that's actually the best play. If the EU just say, sorry, could you actually just leave? Yeah, we've we've had enough of you now. We're moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine how the EU are sitting there going... How are these palookas even in our these group? Palookas. <laughs> yeah. If you have the patience for it, here's a bit of um, the announcement. Uh, and this is Theresa May speaking around Brexit. Oh, Theresa. Today should have been the day that the United Kingdom left the European Union. That we are not leaving today is a matter of deep personal regret to me. But I remain committed to the United Kingdom leaving the European Union... And that is why I brought this motion to the House today. There are those who will say the House has rejected every option so far. You'll probably lose, so why bother? I bother because this is the last opportunity to guarantee Brexit. And I say to all those who campaign to leave, who voted to leave, who represent constituencies that voted to leave, indeed all of us, who want to deliver on the vote to leave. If we do not vote for this motion today, people will ask, why did you not vote for Brexit? The eyes to the right, 286. The nose to the left, 344. Well, that's that. 
<laughs> my favorite, though, were all the politicians when she said, I will resign, who then went, okay, if you resign, I'll change my mind about Brexit. <laughs> They're so bad, these politicians. Well, so, anyway. so, okay, firstly, I'm, I'm so glad I finally realized what Theresa's been banging on about. She's actually wanting to leave. Yeah. But now, <laughs> but, you only figure it out now. <laughs> yeah, between her dance moves and everyone just going, I never actually really knew. But that's cool. But now, okay, so they don't want to go. Can that be the end? Are they going to stay now? Or is she going to just go through this rigmarole all over again with no. another impassioned speech? So if they don't vote for her plan, so she's got this plan to exit the EU softly in inverted commas. If they don't vote for it, they get kicked out on the 12th of May, April, sorry. Um, if they do vote for her plan, then they get kicked out on the 22nd of March. They leave on the 22nd of uh, May, sorry, May, not March. Um, and other than that, I actually don't know. Like, that's it. You, you, there's just, a hard and a soft Brexit option now. It's just brilliant how it's come to this, that Theresa May at this time of year for the Brexit thing. I mean, it's just poetry motion here. As she says, they were supposed to be out on the 29th of March. As people are saying, they're going to see the end of May before the end of April. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we were actually waiting for that. That's smart. That's smart, Ben. Um, okay, back home, mm-hmm. we saw our trade balance swing into a surplus of 3.99 billion rand, which is very nice because it means that exports jumped 10.7% on the month and imports fell. So we'd rather export more than yes. import because we want the money to be flowing into the country. And then there were a couple of good non-events. And what I mean by that is the MPC decided to leave rates unchanged. So that's good. They're not putting our interest rates up. And that was after PPI, which is the producer price inflation, rose to 4.7, I should say a mild, 4.7% year on year for February. Um, and this is after January's 4.1%, but still well within the reserves bank, reserve bank's target of 4.5%. It was a unanimous vote. You say mild. Is that what we were expecting? Is it less than? Is it just okay? It was slightly above consensus, but um, the reserve bank's target is 4.5%, so 4.7 is okay. fairly negligible. It's a bit and, of a win. Yeah. Exactly. And um, the band is 3 to 6%. So as long as it's well within that, then we don't have a problem with inflation, is what the Reserve Bank says. Okay. I do have bad news for you, though. Petrol is going up this week. Like a lot. Mm. This a is lot, on Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what? what is it? It's 74 cents a litre out uh, along the coast and 91 cents a litre, I think, inland. Um, yeah. I don't have all of them, but that's pretty much it. And there's no caveat to this. There's no. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. There's Actually, a... it will rise one rand thirty-one. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I thought that was seemed not right. <laughs> um, there's just nothing we can do about this. No, is there any other? Nope. This is all exogenous factors. This is the oil price increasing and the rand weaker. The rand this morning's fourteen thirty-seven to the U.S. dollar. Mm. I checked earlier on. Um, so, yep. And then also a non-event, which was very bizarre because we all sat there on Friday waiting for Moody's to put out their report to decide whether or not they were going to keep us at the same investment grade or downgrade us. And they I was actually didn't sp- make an announcement. Yeah, I saw them trending on Twitter. Why didn't they make the announcement? They didn't tell us. They just didn't do anything and they didn't tell us why. And <laughs> know, right? clearly Moody's <laughs> thinks as a nation, we don't deserve the justification. 
Maybe someone who works there just took an early we- weekend and I, I we just kept so. kind of forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about us. Oh, that little country down at the bottom of Africa. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> what, what is, what can we expect? Do you, do you think okay. they'll put a word out today? So my theory on this is that Moody's are the last rating agency to keep at, keep us at investment grade. Um, we were all expecting them to downgrade our outlook from stable to put us onto negative watch. If they put us on negative watch, they've got 18 months to decide whether they're going to downgrade us to junk status or put us back to stable watch. And I think Moody's are acutely aware of the elections coming up in May and that any move, any negative move they make will have negative impact on the country and on voters. And so they're just holding back. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's what I think. I mean, it's not really their concern, I should say, about what happens. I was expecting them to move us from stable to negative and then to downgrade us to junk status in October around the budget speech, unless things change significantly. Now, since the last budget, we've had blackouts, um, and we've had a volatile rand, and we've had emerging markets not looking so great. So I would have honestly thought that they would downgrade us, but there you go. They just did nothing on Friday, mm. which is funny because actually when, when I talk about emerging markets, we do get lumped into these bricks, right? Uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and then the other big emerging market that gets thrown in along or we get watched with is Turkey. And last week, um, Erdogan, what's his name? Recep Erdogan decided that he was going to put a hold on trading the Turkish lira. And because investors got so nervous about the fact that they couldn't get their money out of the country. So if you'd invested in Turkey, you suddenly suddenly couldn't sell your lira or you couldn't sell a percentage of it or whatever the rules are, mm-hmm. um, that they actually just sold immediately. And the borrowing rate went from around 22%, I think it was, to a 1,000% overnight. Hmm. It, it, it's, it's unbelievable. And I, I think that will make investors nervous again. You know, China, we got some good data out of China over the weekend. And so we should see a positive market this morning. But I am worried that... Investors are looking at emerging markets and going, there's just so much going on, and it's just so volatile. In fact, even the rand got sold down when Turkey's lira um, pushed out, its borrowing rate pushed out. Oh, no. And then in company news… Yeah, what's happening with Capitech? Oh, yeah. So there was a really good article on Bloom… well, good, in inverted commas, <laughs> article on Bloomberg <laughs> last week that said… Capitec will take a hit of at least $25 million after it cut its transaction fees. So it cut its transaction fees last week or the week before to keep up with these other banks that are coming online. You know, we've got Bank Zero, we've got Time, all those coming on. Discovery should be coming along. Although Discovery is not really in the same league. Um, but yeah, they'll lose $25 million. It just goes to show how much they're making. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I think Capitec now to keep their revenue line, um, the same really sh- are moving into other things. So they're going into credit cards and home loans and more than just this unsecured lending, which will, which will be, and more than just a transactional bank, which will be good for them. Okay. And in Steinhoff news, ooh. Uh, Stein, this is getting interesting now because. Juicy. Yeah, Steinhoff announced last week that they're selling their 75% stake in Unitrans, 
which is um, South Africa's largest auto showrooms and network of trucks, dealerships. Um, annual sales there are 23 billion rand. So that you just take that 23 billion rand straight off the top line. That's gone. Um, but what they're doing is taking the cash in immediately to shore up their balance sheet because obviously with what's happened, I think they're, they're in a bit of trouble. You know, the companies that Steinoff owns are still operating. They're still going. Um, I just think that they're struggling to borrow money because of the fraud, and we can, I think, now call it fraud, right? Can we? Anthea, I don't know. <laughs> we'll take your lead. But let's just say the courts of public opinion had long been calling it what we see it as. Yeah, so. And this was after they'd sold off their 26% stake in Cup Industrial as well um, to pay off debt and to bolster up their balance sheet. So, yeah. Yes. And then lastly, uh, NASPAS. This is big news last, but not least because NASPAS make up 20% of our index. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In your pension fund, 20% of it is probably NAS, close to 20% of it is probably NASPAS. They announced last week that they're going to be listing on the Euronext, which is the Amsterdam Stock Exchange or index. Um, and not going for NASDAQ, which is interesting. Everyone thought they'd go for NASDAQ. Um, what do you think this means? It means that they're diversifying out. It means that they, because NAS, about 70% of NASPAS is really 10 cent or revenue or profit, I should say, is made up from 10 cent, which is this Chinese company. Mm-hmm. And you know, they've already separately listed multi-choice. They're, they're kind of slicing NASPAS up a little bit to release this discount because they're trading at a huge discount. Um, and everyone's calling for the breakup of the company. Kurs Becker, of course, has said no. Don't want to break it up. Um, but this is a, another way of kind of making the company investable, if you like. I mean, he, he basically said what it's, what it will do is remove forced selling. So if you're forced to sell it because it's not in the index or because you can't hold a 20% weight in your portfolio, um, from both, you know, kind of active and passive investors or, or fund managers, I should say. And so you should see the share rally quite a bit, actually. Hmm. What are you keeping your eye on around this? Uh, around NASPERS? Yeah. Um, so, so to me, I, I hold NASPERS. Um, yeah, there, there's not, there's not much more to say about it unless they make more announcements. I think the discount will narrow. Um, and I think there will be more release of some of the other businesses. I mean, it's interesting that they chose to go on to Amsterdam because the NASDAQ, they say, is so expensive. Oh, there's a great article. I can't remember where I read it. This is not Nas-Pers. like the good Bloomberg one. NASPERS <laughs> <laughs> is, um, you know, they have this big Media 24 building in Cape Town. Yes. Um, and their roof bar or their venue or their kind of where they hold their social gathering is called the NASDAQ. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so everyone thought they'd be listing on the NASDAQ in the US? No. <laughs> so okay, I think I must leave I now. See. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Anthea, for the rest no, of the week? Have yourself That's a good week. <laughs> Thank you, Anthea. That is the money shot for this week. Something to, some things to pay attention to, some things to bring up in conversation as well if you want to impress some people with some finance and market updates. This is cliffcentral.com.